Keep your radio dial right here. You're locked into the hottest news station on the planet. You are now tuned in to your favorite co-host. I'm Auntie Mimi. I'm Sola T. And together we are... Ghetto and Godly. And... Happy Ghetto and Godly Monday. Happy we back. It's been a whole week since... Mimi, why ain't I seeing you in between these weeks? I don't know what you out here doing. Doing too damn much. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know slow, I be. Slow my ass and sit my ass down. <laughs> you don't want to sit down. No, I don't. You're right. You're right. You're right. But today, what are we talking about? As some of the congregation may already know, there's a challenge that's circulating social media called How Hard Does Aging Hit You? Or Flashback it the 10 year, year challenge. Cha- Oh, I'm you going to let me finish? Oh, I'm sorry, no. Nope. Or no? Nah. No, I felt like interrupting today. <laughs> you going you to gain some manners in 2019 and Sola T's losing them. Flashback 10 years. So, myself and Sola T felt like it was only right, only right. Only to do right. a show revolving around this challenge. All right? We're going to keep it relevant today, okay? I feel like this is going to be very interesting. I feel like in a lot of ways we talked about like 2018. Mm-hmm. But like talking about going back to ten years, I was like, a I'm decade. not shit in 2019. <laughs> but I was just not really not, not shit, shit in tw- in 2009. 2009. I chose to focus on 20 2009 specifically. specifically. That's I'm coming up on my ten year uh, high school Girl, anniversary. That's been gone, came, went. Mimi, you like that much older than me. <laughs> You ain't that I damn am t- old. Tenured in the game, okay. Tenured, tenured, tenured. <laughs> not a, tenured, but I'm tenured. A, I'm a tenured, okay. <laughs> Hell no. Well, what's up? Let's start with our ghetto and godly moment of the week. What was your ghetto and godly Ooh, moment of the week? Listen, you're not gonna tell me you don't have shit to say. <laughs> I don't really have. Listen, I'm in like I'm in a enlightening period of my life, which means like, you should have hella ghetto and godly. You know, moments. I'm just. Focused on you, right? Like my whole life is ghetto and godly. Okay, um, I'm not here for that. I'm just super, but I must say, my ghetto and godly moment happened today. So I came in. I'm always late, but I was early. Yeah, I was like, maybe here early, early. I was here early. I was here at five o'clock. Okay, show don't start till six. I'm gonna okay. eat my salad, relax, yeah, chill. Because I was so in the car. Oh. Well, I did, it was raining. I didn't feel like it now. Oh. I was on the phone. Never mind. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, it's all right. Talking to whom? Okay. Anyway. And there was a guy out there. Shout out to Woody. Hey, Woody. E. Carice met him too. She tried to play me. But um, <laughs> who is Woody? Woody just moved out here. He was an older white man. Woody was in the building or outside? He was in the He wandered into the, the building. Oh, okay. He is a blues player. Oh, from okay. Austin, Texas. This is his second day out here in Vegas. Day two. Day two. He left his wife, divorced her. She got on drugs. And he just out here trying to figure it out. Damn, so he divorced her and she got on drugs or he divorced her because she was on drugs? He divorced her because she was on drugs. I said that wrong. Oh, okay. But That's a different story. Line. That okay. just, you know, just talking to him, just eat, enjoying my salad. He just talked. He started playing the guitar. started performing for me. But everybody... He was decent. He said he said he was on. He met Snoop. He was on the shady See, tour. I think, well, let me tell you something about when I meet white folks out in places. I want to know why they always want to, you know, connect the dots with Snoop. They do. I feel like it's always. I was it's in, always. I was Snoop. in Paris. It's always. And Snoop. they was gonna. Oh, you know Snoop Doggy Dog. <laughs> Snoop is universal. Okay? I guess you're right. That's he didn't cross over color lines. But that shit okay. Is weird to me. That's amazing. But that just showed me, like, everybody got a fucking story. And I just, I asked Hell him, like, yeah. why Vegas? Why not L.A., New York, Miami? He didn't cheap. really have a solid answer. Oh. But <laughs> so he, he's here. He said his ticket cost $20. Oh, hell yeah. I'll be in Vegas, too. He's here. He don't know. Oh, but he here. So shout out to Woody, my new friend. <laughs> okay. Shout out, Woody. I look forward to meeting you because I feel like you're going to be around. <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh. my ghetto and godly moment of of this week was today i was on the phone with uh, my one of my really good friends from college sherry uh, i call her cheryl hey cheryl we were talking I, I just haven't i didn't realize how long i hadn't seen her she was in senegal for a little bit mm. uh working there but i haven't seen her in two years and we used we used to see each other at least one year after after college well, i guess it hasn't been that long since we've been out of college but the conversation was we were just having was just was awesome and i think it aligned a lot with 
kind of our topic today and even just going through posting some pictures from 2009 oh yeah i seen you girl i was like okay so let's see out here with the bang (laughs) with the bang and the whole right i'm like you know what i realized like if you didn't meet me at a segment of my life like who i was would be a complete stranger to you like yeah. it's a complete stranger to me sometimes thinking like we used to stay with some weave in your head that's strange you used to like me. but to talk to you and where the time yeah. that you met me i don't even think i was wearing wigs when right. you met me so it's right. like girl yeah that's a whole nother that's crazy, bitch. It's crazy. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. a whole new bitch <laughs> a whole new bitch mm-hmm. yep that's me that's funny <laughs> Well, I'm excited. Before we jump into the episode, it's time to get messy. I'll be, I be waiting for my little dose of messy. All right. We're going to get into Messy Mondays with Auntie Mimi. Today, we're going to talk about Meek Mill. Okay? Oh, yeah. I heard he came for your people. He came for your tribe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's my tribe. I no longer. They you used to. My ticket, you okay? used to be My in membership the card has been turned in. <laughs> I ain't slept on a wig in at least a year. Me Maybe. too. I've been in weaves, but oh, okay. they still in my closet. Oh, okay. They ready. They sitting they on gold. <laughs> Z says she ready to take that curly one off your hands. Okay. Well, she can have it. Okay. Go ahead and bring it to, you know. Yeah. yeah so that up. You know, I think it's always good that every, a woman has at least one wig. We got to have at options. At least one. At least one in the closet. One to throw on. One to throw on. In a, on a rainy day. On a rainy <laughs> <laughs> I seen when I was at the beauty supply and I seen when I was like, oh, I think I know what my next one going to be. It oh. was a straight bob. So you not reformed all the way. Listen, you coming the way back. They acting out here, I might have to show them something different. You might so, need you know, to. You just got to be ready at all times. These niggas, they just, yeah. they acting. They, so, they these. Mm-hmm. Meek Mel put out a tweet about a week ago and I quote, lace fronts are whack. I'm protesting them. And he followed up with a series of tweets explaining that he got spooked, that shirty wig slipped off her head when she was hitting it from the back so on but and also so forth. let's talk about a lot of these fake bodies you having sex with just because the ass <laughs> can't slip out don't mean like why why the hair is such hello a hello and i just want to know like how do we feel about men speaking on women and what we do with ourselves and our bodies and our hair and our makeup mm-hmm. like i don't think it should be i don't think niggas should be discussing that <laughs> you but what if her shit is fucked up She's supposed to just be like, go, babe, go ahead, babe, do you. Your wig always crooked. You supposed to stay here. Here's this change. Can you fix it? Here's Here's this change. I'm going to hook you up. I know so-and-so that you can go to and get your wig together, get your weave together. You don't have to speak on it and say what you don't want us to wear because Meek Mill, you funny shape. Anyway. (laughs) That's a funny shape. He a funny. And he always, I don't like his voice. I'm you know this last like album i'm i'm messing with it but you funny bill like how you get that body fix but i think i don't think that is those things have to be like exclusive i don't believe that it's a thing where you shouldn't be able to say anything at all but i do believe that there should be some space for you to express yourself Expression. i'm dropping stuff we're gonna figure this out ain't nobody on the thing <laughs> Mimi knocking shit over. <laughs> you knocking shit over. Your phone ain't on silent. You're just doing the most today, baby. I am. With your messy ass. No. I, I do <laughs> I do think that, to me, I wouldn't mind if a man was like, okay, I really, that hairstyle is you. Because to me, like, okay, the reason why I wear short hair is because I don't, I had a guy basically tell me, like, you with all that shit on your head, mm-hmm. it's not becoming of you. Mm. Oh, and that, that was real. Was it real? Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't look good with a whole bunch of hair. Like, okay. I just feel like I get lost in it. My, I don't feel like my features look. So it was like, okay, but do I want you to say, like, you can't ever wear no wig? I'm not. No, but you can have your preferences because I prefer bald men. Yeah. I prefer, like, so if you was going bald, then I'm going to have to tell you, sir, that cul-de-sac got to go. That cul-de-sac? You're going to have to shave that off. Okay. So I, mean, I feel like you, especially if it's your partner. I don't know. If you just having sex with somebody, I really don't think that you should have too much say. Like, I don't, I don't, I, don't even I, don't, think I think that's partner. weird because you was going with the wig on. So like, I don't, I don't know. But if it's like, that's your person. I mean, but he's saying the wig is, wasn't secure. Okay. And so he's doing away with wigs or he's he doing away with ties, but that was his reasoning behind it. Now, if her wig wasn't secure and that's somebody that you dealing with, then you need to figure out how to get her, wig <laughs> get her some better bondage. <laughs> yeah. Like it's plenty of apparatuses out here. That's going to keep that shit down. Like that's a problem. It's lifting like that, you know? 
Like you make mail. And like, you was also hitting it from the back, so I'm sure you was providing some stress. And to then the whole why process. is like I don't have my wig fall off during sex? Like, do you think my, my like? Do you think? I just feel like maybe we should take wigs off before we start having sex. Nah, sometimes it just. Come, oh. Okay. Sometimes you need it to set the mood. Oh, oh, oh. Sometimes them jail braids underneath ain't cutting the jail. Underneath jail braids ain't gonna get it right. You can't be having a full beat with oh, the that, straight that, that time when you did your own braids. <laughs> You ain't had nobody do them. I, I feel you. I feel you. You know, sometimes you need that. You know, I got a wig in my drawer right now just in case, you know, with, just a, in case. with the ponytail in place. Like, if Wait, it, so it got, so you, you keep your wig with the ponytail? It's one in you my, in my nightstand out? with a ponytail already on. Oh, it's on. in the nightstand. Yeah. Is that like blonde? I feel like that's supposed no. to be blonde or something. What you, <laughs> <laughs> what color is that wig? She's black. Oh, okay. What you, what's her name? I don't, I don't remember what you her name, name your was. Wigs? I did when okay. I was like really had them in rotation like that. I don't remember what her name was. Oh, okay, she she's un, <laughs> she's not she's an unmentionable. <laughs> unmentionable. She, she's just there just in case. Okay? Just in case. Just in case you got to switch up the mood. All right, yo, well you want a new? Oh, you want a new bitch today? Okay, I seen you've been acting a little testy. I got a new bitch for you. Give me about fifteen minutes to secure it. But I also think, like, to me, that's just a lot of money. It is. Like, it's a lot of money. So if, like, I'm really sitting down with my husband, like, listen, we we, we going to have to focus on some budgeting. But it's budget wigs out there. Y'all better. But them budget wigs be the ones lifting. Nah. And coming off. Y'all better. You, first of so all. So you say buy the cheap wig and the stronger You can glue. go to the source, okay? Oh. Order that bitch from China. Okay. It just might take a while. So you need to make sure you get you yeah. some braids or something in the meantime. <laughs> Maybe. And learn how to bleach them knots. Listen. Learn how to curl. Learn how to get you a good flat iron. A fl- oh, that baby, baby bliss. Baby bliss. That baby bliss. That okay. baby bliss. And flat I, I watched enough shit. YouTube clips to know that. Okay. And, and flip it over. And she going to be right for Bitch. about two weeks. Two weeks. So how, do, how long do you take a wig off every day? Like when you, do when you I, get to keep the wig on? When I was wearing wigs, I, I wore, I wore, I started wearing them because I, I was wearing weaves and my weaves would be like two months and I would be tired of the hairstyle and I wanted to switch it up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just the maintenance of that was expensive. But going back every two weeks, getting it washed and redone. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to start wearing wigs. So I love taking my wig off mm-hmm. every night and I will pull her out the drawer. Like, this is my night night wig. You know, I got my shower wig. What? I got my gym wig. I had to take my wig off every day. Wait, Mimi. Yes. You're telling me you had... A wig for the shower. Yeah. A wig to go to bed in. Yes. So your hair wasn't breathing at all? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Not one damn bit. Okay. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, damn. Yes. I always had a that, wig that's why. That's why Meek said, shit, be done. <laughs> shit, because if a motherfucker... I wish a man would go change his little fade to little, to little dress, to I little mean, that's the, gel I, braids or something. I feel like that's the beauty of being a woman. Like, I I have this ability to switch it up if I want well, I'm to. I'm letting future bae know you ain't getting all them switch-ups out of me. Okay, You're going to get real. a head wrap or you're going to get a fresh cut. That's what's up. That's but all. you switch up your colors, though. I think I'm done doing we, that. You done? I might do more in other spaces with my hair, but I'm done with the... The other shift. Oh, it's a whole baby out here? That's a grown-ass baby, it sounds like. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Did it sound like a grown-ass baby? It did. <laughs> I'm about to play with Sola today. Okay. Well, we done got but, real messy. I done learned some shit about wigs. Yeah. Lord, so your hair wasn't breathing. Was you putting some lemon? Oh, in, yeah. You know when? Your scalp was when, good? you know, in the, you know, in the, like it was breaks in between. You know, you massage your scalp a little bit, jojoba oil. Jojoba oil. A little Jamaican yeah. castor. You that, know, you got to massage yeah. them edges. Yeah, you do. You do. Can I tell you what happened when you don't? Yeah. I, guess I know what happened when they don't. <laughs> I know personally. I am a witness to what happened when you don't. Okay. I'm trying to find them still. Okay, well, that's good <laughs> that you know we got options. I'm y'all, I'm about to listen. I'm about to set my shit. This next baby might get a, a shower wig. Okay? okay, one of them, you know, little wet ones. Little wet and wavy? You know, little wet and wavy. I think niggas like wet and wavy. I think they do. They especially, do. But I didn't like when all, all them ladies had that little wet ass looking hair during the daytime. Because that reminded me of like, you never go like to work and it'd be like some white women and they, yeah. they, they come with their shit wet. And that, I just, <laughs> it just don't, it's weird to me. I like a good wet and wavy. It's weird to me when people don't dry their hair before they leave the house. That's really weird to me. It should be dry before you get to work. Like, just with life. 
Yeah, like, <laughs> like just, it shouldn't be no little fling, and that's yeah, your hair. Yeah, it should just be wet when you get mm-hmm. to the office. And then I'm like, your sweater, it's gonna be mildew. Yeah, like, you gotta be careful with that. Yeah. You gotta yeah. be careful with that. Yeah, but yeah, Instagram, we getting all the wigs, okay. I want the ponytail wig. You know what I don't really care for though is them braided wigs. I seen a couple I of want good ones. Braided one. wig. I'm about to get a box braid wig as soon as I go to the Bahamas. No, no. Before I go to the Bahamas, no. yes, I'm definitely doing that. I do want that straight bob with the middle part. You think that would look? I nice? love a straight. I yes. feel like that'd be nice. The one I saw had a little teal at the bottom. You definitely like, need a middle part with your bone yeah, structure. Yeah. Oh, okay, bitch. I done been stamped by the wig master. <laughs> <laughs> middle part it is You're right you come. definitely need You're a middle right part okay i'm not too fond of the side part but i'm doing it right now oh, okay so you said don't do as i do do yeah. as i say do, do as okay. i say okay well what's the national day today is it national wig day as much as we just talked hell about hell no oh, today okay. is national hot pastrami day that's weird fam <laughs> and national <laughs> clean up you had a pastrami sandwich i've never had a fucking pastrami. i'm from california and i've never had a pastrami sandwich i feel like that ain't that some california, that some shit? california shit with okay. the mustard don't they put mustard on pastrami I, I think so with the peppers i ain't never been really been with it but i never had a pastrami not that i can recall i don't know mm, okay and national clean off your desk day did y'all clean off y'all desk damn today? mimi you done not no i'm cleaning off the desk right now okay I'm trying to get my, my shit together, okay? I'm trying to have y'all tuned in, all right? Oh, I could just move right here. Yeah, scoot over. Oh, look at that. Maybe I was trying to move that out the way. My bad. Oh, look at you looking. <laughs> Find that we finna get called into the principal <laughs> office. <laughs> she done peeked out at us. We finna, get, we finna be in trouble. My bad, y'all. I'm about to exit. I'm about to exit. On my life. <laughs> Y'all can tune in on Ghetto and Godly's live, okay? Okay, okay. So National Pastrami and Clean Your Desk Day Off. I don't think, I don't think either one of our us participated in either one of those. I didn't. Things. Okay, so where can we get today, a good hot me? pastrami in Las Vegas? Please. I'm not eating meat all 29. No, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not you about to right lie. You was about to lie. I was about to lie. Like, you was about to lie. She don't really, come around with a chicken wing. She re- listen. Listen, I cooked, don't call up some shit that didn't happen. I, I cooked last night and I she put it cooked, on my. Cooked. It was mac and cheese. Homemade mac cabbage. and cheese, cabbage, crescent rolls. For some reason, I wanted a drumstick that barbecue. Fire. It was fire. Do you know this heifer <laughs> going to ask me to bring her a plate? I said, yeah, of course. Everybody ate the food. It ain't none left. She gonna say, oh, okay, because I wasn't eating meat anyway, but thank you. <laughs> like, what the? You gonna use me and my chicken. I was about to go in on that to, little drumstick. <laughs> to break your fast. Listen, we, been, don't use Auntie Mimi, okay? I said. It's, I told what I said was. <laughs> you tried it, The though. universe has a line. <laughs> you tried it. It held me accountable. <laughs> you tried I it. I did because, you know, that sometimes that's how it goes. I'm not a person. I don't believe in deprivation. So I, I start with intentions of doing it into the space in which I feel like I need to you indulge and then i get my ass back on track but i have been without meat since the first so i'm 14 days in. amen so, congratulations I guess I'm be 15 days in now yes she, she got a good salad. old caesar thank salad you, with no yeah, meat thank you she got that little fresh little uh peppercorn with a baguette you know, it's a real uh caesar salad when they give you the little fresh peppercorn <laughs> You're Everybody welcome. don't give you that. McDonald's don't give you no fresh peppercorn. No, I don't ever have McDonald's. I don't, McDonald's think, I don't even know if they got it, but okay. <laughs> Y'all remember they used to have them look, when I was a kid. Though, I used dumb to shake shake salads. salads. Those oh, was the shit, but we should, couldn't. They should have really. I kept was that too going. poor for that. Oh, it was like I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I lived a privileged life. <laughs> You ain't getting you no like, salad. Oh, I was broke, broke. And you like, it oh. was a good day when you oh, got okay. to go get a Big Mac meal. Like, I was, it was, I was never fucking with it a Big was, Mac. It was like, niggas is rich today. <laughs> oh, you got two packs. Right. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Other than that, it was bakers if y'all from california bakers had the dollar menu they had a oh, green burrito uh, tracy took me there so, last time when we came back from california we stopped at bakers yes i was like what type of shit is this and they got tacos they got tacos so you can get a beef that's all for dollar california shit when you get burgers and tacos all at the same place <laughs> In the nineties, they had the dollar when You get a drink, fries, and a bean burrito, or for all four dollars for a dollar. We lived what on was that. What y'all shit. eating though? That wasn't that wasn't that, real. I mean, it probably was then. Yeah, I know it ain't inflation. Expensive. Ain't that fucking crazy? <laughs> when we ever get a whole meal for a dollar? 
Nah, we I was back then, that. and that was that was on the first. Well, if they come up with some studies, I'm gonna be the first one to say, "Look at they talking about bakers." <laughs> <laughs> Niggas is retarded from eating them dollar menus. <laughs> That's an R word. Oh no. All right. Well, now that we've had a blast for the past, we, from we Wix to dollar. Dollar fake food. Let's do it. Let's try to get in for this episode. All right. Well, today, once again, we are talking about how hard is aging hit me? Flashback 10 years. Okay. So let's set the scene. It's 2009. Beyonce has the hottest record in the country. Single ladies. Oh this is also the year we were introduced to Drake because he dropped Best I Ever no, Had. some of y'all was introduced to Drake. Well, some I mainstream. See, okay, you keep interrupting me. Oh, God damn. Shit. Okay, I'm sorry. I was on a roll. I'm this sorry, is a whole. Over, just start over. No. Rewind. Best I Ever Had. Pre-beard Drake, okay? The culture classic Notorious hit the movie theater and Medea went to jail. Amber Rose was a mute. We liked her then. <laughs> and Kanye West was not in the sunken place, okay? Nicki Minaj still had the the thick-ass China mang. thick-ass <laughs> thick thick mang. mang, okay? It was like layers because it was pink in there. It was some gray. Yeah, and it, it was, was underneath. Black in there. So that's 2009, you guys. Sola T was a tender age of 18. I was a young tender rowan. No, graduating from I'm, high school that same year. Myself, Auntie Mimi, I was 20 years old. I done dropped out of two colleges <laughs> on my way to esthetician school, okay? So that's a little bit of background about 2009. <laughs> College dropped out twice. Oh. Twice, Mimi. <laughs> twice. It wasn't for me. Was you married? I got married in 2010. Oh, damn. Yeah, so we were. Mimi, you left a life. You led a life on the fast track. I did. In certain aspects. Now. Do you feel like you got to get back to your youth? I I had. Like, yeah. Not. No. I meant like. Please reword that. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Excuse me, Mr. Ford. That is not what I meant. I meant like fuck around with life, not with niggas. (laughs) (laughs) I was just talking about in general, like. Have you know live um, in a way that's yeah in a in a in a way that's why I never was like okay I got married so now it was time to have a baby I'm like okay I secured this I'm securing this man I think but I'm not in any hurry to have a baby because I know I still have a lot I need to of do life. a lot okay. of life I need to explore so yeah and and that and yeah I guess how you look at it I kind of was like okay boom bam hey I'm here <laughs> boom bam hey okay. <laughs> All right. Well, all right. Yeah, I definitely wasn't damn sure. So, what were what were your thoughts? You just graduated from high school in twenty nine and two thousand nine. Two thousand nine was a crazy year for me because my um. So I was really really close with my great grandma. So I spent like most of my life with her, like spending during the day because she would watch me after school and all that. And Mm -hmm. so she passed away in February of two thousand nine, like right before um graduation graduation Mm -hmm. and all that so it was just like a really weird year my mom and I weren't getting along very well because like my nana was that person that kind of held everything Mm -hmm. together so when she passed like my family just kind of freaked out Mm -hmm. and everybody just kind of did their own thing I don't know what the hell to even call it so then we trained so then they ran amok they ran amok yeah um and so for college I actually was going out of college out of state so I was moving to Michigan uh which was the west side of Michigan so that was kind of a there was just a lot a lot going on Mm -hmm. at that time but yeah I wound up going to school and meeting some of the, the dopest people I've ever known in my life that's dope either before my best friend and I uh became uh my best friend Key and I we became friends (laughs) <laughs> it's funny how we became friends but we became friends in t- like 2008 2009 mm-hmm. um so this is a lot of stuff like a lot of changes i went to one high school for two years um i went to north high in minneapolis and then i went to highland park in st paul and that's where i met key so i met one i have a best friend from each of the schools that i went okay to. um but like i hated that second school i went mm. to like i just was so mad that i made the choice to go there like it just wasn't a great experience at all but it was cool because the summer leading up to me going to college, I worked at 3M my junior and senior mm. year. So I worked in like a, a filming, optical film division my junior year. And then I worked in uh, aerospace division. So all summer long, I was using adhesives to like build. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm a nerd, y'all. To build, um, to connect pieces of like the in- the the interior of an airplane and breaking them. Mm. So I would do that all day, That's which was dope. super cool to me. That's so super dope. 
uh, it was like a really good but crazy like three m that makes the tape that makes and the posters. Well, they don't the... make shit; they market shit. No, they make shit. Okay, well that's something yeah. I post-it have to look notes. At. Like they definitely make they those. make the post ma- Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, maybe they don't man- manufacture everything. Well, they probably use other depending on where they are yeah. to, to collaborate. But they definitely like I was working in the spaces that were building the adhesives and all that hmm. stuff. So that's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, it's very. Very, very lot going on in 2009. Wow. I met him the same day I moved into college because oh, yeah, my mom thought it was a that. good idea. Mm. Um, That's yeah, traumatic. I was living in a whole different place with a, mm. totally different people. Mm. So yeah, it was a it was a hot ass mess. Mm. It was a good mess though. I was a hot ass mess too. I think I was working at Sprint. I actually had two jobs. I worked at two call centers, one from six to two thirty and the other one from three to ten. I was about my money, oh, but I was like, miserable. You was really about your money. It's fuck. Like I hated both jobs. Mm. I hated everybody. Like I just wanted to check, and for no reason. Like I like, lived what at was you home, gonna be able to do nothing. Like I would go to like the mall and like blow my whole paycheck on like clothes and shoes. Like I was an idiot. When we were younger, I just feel like that's life was like so. Isn't simple. it crazy? Like in two thousand nine, like I was eighteen. That's when they say like you're supposed to be grown. And, like, I realized, like, I'm not even fully grown now. Like, it's some shit that I'm still not fully grown into. So it's crazy. Like, it's almost damn near embarrassing to think that I had the the audacity to think you were grown. To have the perspective I had. Yeah, I definitely thought I was grown then. Yeah. But But I wasn't, like, I wasn't. One thing that I wasn't into was, like, guys and sex and all that shit. Like, I was fat. Well, see, let me take that back. Um, yeah, be clear now. <laughs> be clear. Be clear. Get your get your dates right. Get to get them ranges of time right. Get your married ass. Now find these windows of opportunity. Now, I was always into boys. Like from oh, you was one of them little hot panty. I was hooches. hot. I was hot panty, but I wasn't like hot. Wasn't, like I wasn't like giving it away. You know, oh, I wasn't like fucking it was just everybody. Hot in the pants. I was just oh, hot. Okay. Like I was hot and ready. <laughs> Little Caesar, I, little Caesar little asshole. Little <laughs> like I was hot in red tea. Like oh, wow, I was. I wanted. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, at a young age, like just I'm just ready. Okay. So what did you? So, so you? So you was? So you wound up getting married the next year. So it wasn't mm. crazy. But that's interesting to see that you were boy crazy. Like I was. I don't remember. I don't. I didn't have a boy crazy. Even now, I still be like, y'all. Mm. Yeah, I was boy crazy. Like mm. my little like cousin said, is boy crazy. I'd be trying to talk to her, and I'd be like, I. I don't even know where to start. But it was like always one boy at a time. And, oh. and but I did have. A if little, you had multiples, that's okay too. I did have a slight little hoe phase, and oh. I was like talking i probably had sex with like three dudes in a matter of like six months mm. and that was like the most i've ever like you was like that's a lot like that's a lot like goo <laughs> slow your roll slow your roll. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny how like even too like when i was younger i think one i was just scared as hell to get pregnant that was like a yeah. major thing for me but two like i was like no i only want to have like this number yeah. of sex partners i remember my roommate was like bitch i'm trying to have <laughs> I'm trying to get to the the triple digits, and I was like, "Oh my god, not triple digits!" Oh, you busting it open, ain't <laughs> yeah. you? Okay, okay, yeah. that's yeah. interesting, though. Okay, yeah, I was so ready. Then I was like, you know what? I'm... How would you describe yourself back in 2009? Mm, I know it all. Like you just, I thought I knew everything. Like I mm. thought I had all the answers. Naive as fuck. Mm. Um, just thinking back at situations like that, I put myself into where something could have went terribly wrong. Like I was 18 dating a guy that was like 25, like mm. going to his, he's a grown ass man. <laughs> like that's how like, I know R. Kelly could have easily took advantage of these kids. Cause like I put or myself specifically, <laughs> don't rile us. I, I know. Like I okay. put myself in situations. Been going, huh? Mimi, like, let's talk about it. You'd have been going, huh? Going where? For R. Kelly. Hell no. Are you sure? I'm positive. Nothing about R. Kelly's old ass was like. Oh, okay, okay. But I'm just saying, like, it was okay. this one particular guy that I was oh, talking to. Okay. And he was a grown ass man. And I wasn't, like, at his apartment. Like, he had kids and, like. Oh, you was playing He was a mama? car. No, I oh, never okay. met his kids. But, like, in situations where he drinking and, like, it's dark. We watching a movie, like, Netflix <laughs> and chilling. And I'm, like, this 18 year old. It's dark. <laughs> 
I'm this 18 year old dummy, like thinking like if I chose not to like be intimate with this man, like he can easily like overpower me or like just do yeah. something crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just put myself in some fucked up situations. So like I just just stupid. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I was I was really I was a bitch. Really? Like I just I just like I used to have these really bad mood swings. Like and what did what I later realized like I just didn't know how to vocal I wasn't comfortable in expressing my feelings. Like mm. whether it was with a guy, like I just couldn't for some reason if I was upset at something or felt slighted or just I just couldn't get the shit out, so I would just be moody as hell. Mm. And that shit was so whack. I was mean in high school, but I feel like after high school like I started being labeled as like angry and like, why are you so mad all the time? Like you so mean. Mm. So I kind of like, went, like, I'm going to try being, a nice I'm going to try being, try being nice. And then I just became to me like too nice. And I didn't speak up for myself as mm. much. And then that like That's transpired real. into other relationships. Like even my marriage, like there was certain shit. Like I should, why the fuck? Like you should have, <laughs> why you ain't say nothing? Like all you had to do was say something, you know, yeah, yeah. at work and like just different That's things. Like, I feel like for a lot of us, our journey is to just, as we grow older to learn how to use our voice in a way to not just be talking all the goddamn yeah, time, it actually but also saying something. saying something that are valid. And when mm-hmm. you really tied about something, creating relationships and, and a communication paths in which you can, express that shit yeah i think that's hard now because like especially when you have older friends or older connections from when you are a blast and you know from your blast in the past Mm -hmm. and you brought them into your new life and now you are more vocal it's like sometimes i feel like it can be difficult to change that communication path with people who've been there because they've seen how you used to communicate Mm -hmm. and may have found comfort or may have just found that that's how you do things. Right. And so now you want to do things differently. I've definitely gone through that in my friendships where it's like, okay, I used to approach things this way, but that shit don't work for me yeah, no more. So yeah, right. it's going to be some tension yeah. and friction mm-hmm. as we figure this out. Mm-hmm. I'm going through that right now to like to hit the brakes in my relationship, in my marriage. Like this don't apply anymore. Yeah. I know it did and it rolled for a long ass time, yeah. but this is how we're going to do it. And either we're going to do it this way, which makes me feel comfortable and makes me feel fully like myself, or we're not going to do it at all. And that's yeah. a difficult situation to be in and it's like on both ends, but yeah. it got to happen. But I think it, it, like you said, it has to happen. And I think we, as we get older, we are hopefully getting more tools to make that happen. And in a way that's still considered, cause I don't feel like it has to be this abrupt, like this, how I feel this way. You're going to have to deal with it. Like if you really have been dealing with these relationships and building these relationships over time, there's, there's something on your end that you're yeah. going to need to adjust to. So I think it's, yeah. it's definitely one of those things where you have to, to be open to exploring mm-hmm. something new. And I think even as I start thinking about like, Oh, um, you know, I want to, I'm looking for this certain type of guy or mm-hmm. with these qualities, like I have to go back and think about, okay, how did you act back in the day when you when you were asking for things and you got them mm. and what did those, what did those things and what were those? And, I'll, and we're going to get into that in, uh, with solar in the city. But I think a lot of my past is just has been some really good lessons. Mm. Oh, like yeah. I've gotten some really good lessons. And some of them were had to hit harder because I, I, I I'm going to stop. I'm trying to stop saying I'm hard headed, but in the past I've been very hard headed. Mm. Um, and it's taking, you know, a couple blows to get me to be like, okay. No, you hard headed. Yeah. No, I'm saying the, the power <laughs> of manifestation is real. So I'm not going to claim that anymore, but I have shown patterns of hard headedness. Yes. So there we go. <laughs> Trying to live differently. Yeah, I know that's right. Trying to be 2019. lighter in the head. Yes. Just a little lighter. <laughs> Just a little, a little softer. <laughs> so we talked about personal relationships. So how how have we like changed physically like have you changed physically? the glow up is fucking real yeah. i got rid of a lot of hair which needed to happen <laughs> i for real like Why i just do you... don't ever see myself with a full head of hair i just mm-hmm. don't think that that's no it's not mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. i don't feel like when i look at old pictures i'd be like who the fuck who is that it is different. What just, was she doing? Just looking at it, but I don't think... I mean, we all view ourselves differently. I don't think it's like, oh, who the fuck is that? Like, what was you doing, girl? You look crazy. Take it off. Yeah, but I feel like the, the aesthetic of it doesn't... It doesn't relate to who I am. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, to, to see... And I feel like I changed my hair so often, and I did all that because I was trying to find myself, and so mm-hmm. I'm glad that I did it because I know now, like, that's not you. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's still, like... It's still very interesting to go back and look and be like, I remember what I was feeling 
that nigga I was dealing with. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, I can remember all those things and being like, yo, you just was, I wasn't also, I wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I know for sure. Like I was not a happy person probably from 2009 to about 2013, 14. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't, I didn't know happiness in the way that I know it now. Mm-hmm. So I tried to wear my hair natural. Like I'm the opposite. Like, and it's not because of necessarily how it looks. Cause I, I think I have that type of face where I can just like oh, okay. any kind of you hairstyle. You okay. okay. You knew that one. So mm, I've tried it. to do like just the natural, like the braid out, mm-hmm. but it's just, it. it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. We talked about this, yeah. like the products and like, I sweat. Like I it's just not You're a work. sweaty one. Okay. I am sweaty. <laughs> you a sweaty one. It just doesn't work. Like the straightening my natural hair, just I work out, just like, ugh. Okay, let me just throw a weave yeah. on and just keep it moving. Yeah. I think, like, my features, I used to feel like I would be so, like, looking at pictures, sometimes I feel like I would be so blank in the face. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I've come into my face. If that makes like, I feel like, and sense. I still don't feel like I'm fully there, but I feel like it's definitely been some work done. Mm-hmm. And even just how, like, I, I, don't have, I don't have great posture. That's something that I'm also working on. But I, I do can see, like, how I used to carry my body. Mm-hmm was not with confidence Mm. and i used to definitely try to cover my body which Mm. even when i was looking back like i used to think i was so big but like my body was crazy like Mm. i was really trying to cover my body and it just wasn't it wasn't working it wasn't working yeah and it didn't need to happen because there was nothing wrong with my body Mm. Hmm. and there was like nothing wrong with like people looking at my body if they looked Mm. like but i just i wasn't in that space with myself Mm. to be okay with it so I was pretty much very thin until 2010, 2009, 2010. I started to gain weight. Oh, that's that love. They said that loving on you. That's that's what that was. Like, to me, I was, like, fat, and I was uncomfortable with my weight. But um, before that, I was just shorts year-round, crop tops. V. <laughs> crop tops. You had, get this body. I had the V in the stomach. Like, I was just, like, skinny so i felt like well i'm just skinny so it's just, i'm just out here i didn't think that like people i don't men weren't looking at me like that i didn't mm. think they were like i said mm. i was, was naive looking, but you didn't know yeah That's but right. now that i've gotten a little bit more curvier mm-hmm. you know I'm just like now i'm just like okay let me cover up a little bit more yeah. because i don't necessarily want that attention yeah i think that's where i was is like i always just had a really big butt and a small waist i ain't have no titties though like okay i got titties i'm proud to say i got a little i got a little bites now got a little bites and i'm cool with my i used to want to i used to when i was younger i think when i was really really young i was like oh i could get a boob job Mm. then i was like no i can't because i don't like needles i don't like being cut i don't like none of that so that (laughs) shit went out the window real quick um but i think you know just having those like just gotta come in. I I just I love flat chestedness. I've yeah. always had yeah. larger breasts, and I just wish I just now I, now I don't wish for titties. Like yeah, sometimes I mean, like I feel like if I have a baby, I'll I'll take those titties. But like I'm not I taking too much titties. more titties. I think my titties are nice, oh, but okay. you, you not had a, the after the after milk titties. I don't want. I don't want. That's when I'll think about going under the knife if they just you know just not gonna work right for yeah. what I need them to do. <laughs> what you need them to do then? I need them to sit. Okay? I, need them to- <laughs> I need y'all to be at attention. <laughs> Hell no. I'm trying to think of anything else. So like the biggest differences I would say is like, I definitely dress showing more of my body now. I have less hair. So like I come into my features more. I still am not a big makeup person. Like, I've never mm. been, like, I'm a mascara girl. Like, mm. I don't really want too much other than that. I'm I'm transitioning to a point. I'm, I made a decision I'm not filling in my brows unless it's for, like, a photo shoot or something. Because I just don't like a whole bunch of shit. Okay. I just, like, I just don't like that. I don't like feeling like if I have to give somebody a hug and I got a white shirt on, I don't want shit to come off me. Okay. That's where I'm at right now. Listen, that shit might change. I love a full beat. Okay, okay I if, know you. If do. I'm if gonna put beat? on makeup, it's gonna be beat. Okay, cake face is life. Cake face is life. <laughs> wow, is that a hashtag? If it's not, you should start. But that. I'm definitely an advocate for good skin. Okay, oh, she we go. gotta have that skin right underneath this. We just not gonna be covering up Make your over face by with, Mimi. Make with sure makeup you're every day. Do I wear makeup every day? Hell. No, but when I do, I'm highlighting, I'm contouring, I'm lashes, I'm lipstick. It's going to be there. Okay. Maybe too much, but hey. 
maybe she said cake life is life. <laughs> cake okay. face is cake life. Cake face is life. Okay. okay. Yeah, they have. But I just need people to stop doing their makeup in the ring light. I think we talked about I did about my makeup before, in the ring light today. But, okay. It looked good because I think what's happening <laughs> is. She's shady as hell. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, what's happening is people doing this makeup in that good ass ring light. Then you get to this everyday light, and you be caked in the not right way. Cake face is live. Okay, let us live. Okay, crayon case. (laughs) I didn't say don't wear makeup. That's not what I said. I just said make sure your shade is right. Sometimes it don't be right. It just be like that, like trial and error. Sometimes you trial and error. Sometimes you think. See, I'm gonna go on a meek uh, protest. Shit, I'm tired of looking Sometimes at you shit. think you're right, but when that flash hit, it's That's like, oh. I'm doing it. Listen. Oh, let me modify the picture. Let me modify. <laughs> let, where the filter's at? Let me filter this out, okay? Well, I'm okay, but well, just filter it for us, please, because <laughs> I just, that other shit looks so weird to me. It made me think you were alien. Sometimes, maybe we are. Huh? Maybe y'all are, that cake fake li- mm-hmm. Cake face is life. Now okay. we know. Now we know. So what did you leave behind? Mm. I tried to leave the moods behind, but I still be feeling them coming now. Leave behind like what? My moodiness. Um, it's at a minimal though. Like right now in my life, I feel like it's it operate moodiness is at its minimum. Okay, which is best for everybody. That's what's up. Yes, everyone, everybody. And I also left like I used to be in a space where like I just didn't think niggas liked me. Hmm. Like I just didn't think guys were really attracted. Like I didn't have a boyfriend until I was like nineteen. Like nobody really ever step to me like it was just never mm. that thing so like for a long time i just thought like oh i'm just gonna be by myself but i knew i didn't like girls mm. so I like was that was like that. that that wasn't a that i, I knew that mm. um but it was really interesting now i think now that's crazier too because i'd be like nigga just be on some yeah on some shit on some bullshit but yeah i think i'm leaving behind um self-doubt and insecurities like just looking back at like pictures just preparing for this episode like i was really i didn't show it but i was really insecure mm. and even though it pops up Maybe every like now you and showed then it in like overcompensating to, yeah to like not yeah I'm like no wait i'm gonna have a cake face absolutely bitch. but now oh, okay. i just show however i show up is what what i feel like doing and mm. i'm not trying to please Anybody. nobody but but me and god yeah period what do you think are some of like the biggest lessons you would say? Mm. Stop. The biggest lesson I learned was like stop trying to fit where you don't fit. Mm. Like and stop trying to water yourself down to fit in these situations and mm. with these people. You're gonna be a lot for a lot of motherfuckers. Yeah. But the people that you you work well with and that accept you for you that's that's who's for you like yeah. stop trying to be over here when you need to be over there yeah i think one of the the best lessons like i've learned is like i'm good enough mm-hmm. like i think it plays you know it's mm-hmm. hand in hand with yours is like there's a lot of things that i didn't think i was good enough for and mm-hmm. i just wouldn't say it either so i couldn't even work through it because i wouldn't say it i would just do some weird shit yeah. and be like oh okay. yeah well the opportunity is passed so i think moving to a space where it's like no i want it i'm gonna go get that shit right i used to be so paranoid to talk about plans out loud because mm-hmm. i would feel like i would jinx them mm-hmm. and now like I, I practice the power of manifestation which is wild to me thinking mm-hmm. about like 10 years ago i was nowhere near that, that right right so it really i think it's just a testament to believe like you determine a lot about what what goes on in your life yeah and and your perspective is everything so even if shit isn't going i'm not i went through some shit especially Mm. in 2009 to 2013 Mm. and for me to come out and be like damn i appreciate what i learned there and be able to have a perspective like i didn't hate that place i didn't enjoy where i was but at the time like i didn't I, my perspective of it was so detrimental to me mm-hmm. just because I couldn't get over myself. Mm-hmm. And so to go back and think like, well, if that wouldn't happen, you wouldn't be able to do these things mm-hmm. or you, you wouldn't know right this now. about yourself. Like mm-hmm. and just expressing that gratitude, changing, mm-hmm. changing that, that perspective attitude to gratitude. Absolutely. has been powerful. Just to like what you said, like you are in, we are in charge of 
a lot. Like most of it's only you and God that's driving this car. Oh, so, creation. Mm -hmm. So what you what you do is what's gonna happen to you, and what you don't do is what's gonna happen to you too. So yeah. you are in charge of. I had to learn that, like, because mm -hmm. a lot of what I was around was just like life happening yeah, you to thought people. Life was happening. Yeah, you just and it's just like, like okay, you just kind of just go with the flow, mm -hmm. and it's like, nah, you you can do if you want to do something. You Do first it. have to want it because also how is the universe or God going to be able to answer and align anything if you still telling yourself when you're not worth it to you really can't have it. If I'm not about to hand something to somebody, if they tell yeah, me yeah. like, no, nah, I They're really should be having that. Yeah, you're not ready. Yeah. So I had to learn that like I can do, I'm in charge of this. Like I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. Because yep. I say it so. Exactly. All right, well, we're going to transition into solar in the city. Today... <laughs> I want to know how have your da dating pre preferences, patterns, or expectations expectations changed over the past ten years, mm. and what caused these changes? So again, that's what. How have your dating preferences, patterns, and expectations changed over the past ten years, and what caused these changes? Mm. Experience. <laughs> okay, so it's not a nasty. No, oh, okay, okay. this is real. Okay. Yeah, I was trying to All put right. me somewhere. All right. Okay, so when I was a little bit younger, a lot younger my 18 19 like i just yeah. wanted to date a guy that had money like mm. i dated drug dealers i dated scammers mm. and them niggas <laughs> ooh, well the worst type you really sacrifice like yourself for some shit you know what i'm saying for mm. some money for mm. this look for this status That's so i really like i didn't value myself enough like niggas had me like yeah take On this take this ride with me like okay you know okay you uh, gonna give me some money for some food yeah later? like just almost like just dumb shit like mm. and it's like you know what i don't i don't value money in that way anymore i don't value a man with money because it ain't my money at the end of the day and you're gonna abuse your power and what you feel like you can get away with with me because i'm out here being you know and a little I'm telling you i want your money that tanisha that you know what i'm tanisha. saying trying to trying to get your little coins or even no real money but you know you just have to i sat back and say you know this shit is not worth it i'm in some if some shit go down bitch you're going to jail yeah and it ain't worth it hell no it ain't <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, like, I just didn't, because I think I mentioned it earlier, like, I didn't think guys liked me like that. Mm. So one problem that I seen that I had, like, just thinking about just like the guys, like, it would be a guy if I thought he was fine and he showed me attention too, like, I would think that that was like, so everything. Mm. And then I was like, bitch, you cute. Like, <laughs> right. you got body. Like, right. of right. course the nigga's going to think, right. like, of course he would be attracted. So as I've gotten older, I really had to stop myself from being like, that mindset is dangerous. That is, yeah. Because if something, like, all somebody has to do is show you, like, and luckily I was I was also scary, so a lot of shit just wouldn't happen. But I think that was a lot, understanding that I have a say. Mm -hmm. I, not, I'm not waiting for niggas to come to talk to me. Right. But one, realizing right. that. And two, realizing that I also have a lot of things to offer to a mm -hmm. man. Mm -hmm. And so because I have a lot of things to offer to a man, this needs to be an exchange. Mm -hmm. uh, and not necessarily monetary, but like if that man isn't feeding into me, I'm not feeding into him. And what are we, we doing? We do, there's not a partnership that yeah. can cultivate. I'm not looking to be anybody's trophy. Mm -hmm. Really understanding what type of relationship that I actually am interested in mm -hmm. and that feels aligned with my morals, that's been big. And that's been big more specifically over the past three years because mm. back then I wasn't really thinking about being with nobody like mm. that mm. Um, and I was in a relationship for a couple of years um, and just looking back at that relationship like girl <laughs> you ain't had no business <laughs> You learn what you learn, but you had no business. In that relationship. In that relationship. Okay. And I think it was also really dangerous because I wasn't able to actually say what the hell I wanted. wanted. That's mm -hmm. another thing. Mm -hmm. Again, in the last year, probably, mm -hmm. I really understood that it's asking for what I want. Mm -hmm. And understand that I used to um, talk to a guy, and he used to tell me, like, you're a lot. Like, mm -hmm. And I used to think it was so off-putting, but, like, off but now I really appreciate that he told me that because I am. Mm. And he was like, what he was trying to express to me was like, you're a lot. So like, stop selling for this. Mm. Stop saying you only want this when mm. you're a lot to handle. You're going to, mm. you're going to need a man that can handle all oh, those yeah. parts because if you don't get one, then you're going to be slighted. You're mm. going to be selling. Mm. And like, I never understood that. Cause I, for, I, for the life of me did not want to be a life, mm. a lot. I didn't mm. want to be a bit nagging bitch. I didn't mm. want to be all these things, but like, listen, it is what it is. Whole package here. Yeah. The good, the bad, and the mm -hmm. ugly. And sometimes you need to be a nagging bitch. Yep. 
that's the way they're going to understand. <laughs> but I think so. just the communication patterns were not strong. Mm. Really being able to say, like, this is what I want, this is what I need. And when that shit does not happen, being like, this is not going to happen. Mm. This is not going to be it. If I need this, if I'm telling myself I need this, and being able to do that before the man is right in front of you. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times you twist your perspective or your person. Oh, yeah. Woman, whoever that is, like, you have to really have that understanding. What are those things that you need? What are those things that you can compromise on? And what are those things that's just not going to work mm. before you get into a relationship? Mm. Before you even think about dating, I think you should kind of have those things. Yeah. And be open to the, some of them being flexible, but like, your dead ass things need to be dead ass. Mm. Because you just gonna wind up in some stupid shit. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Into I think a guy like wanting having a desire to know me and actively moving off that desire. Because mm. I feel like I think that's one thing I shared. I think with my Instagram a couple months ago was like I'm learning. I'm I'm grateful that God is helping me discern between somebody who's attracted to me and somebody who's interested in me. Mm. And that's just only like the first layer because being attracted like. Okay, there's things we can do on an attraction level, but if you're interested in me, like we're not gonna call it interest, Hmm. and you acting attractive. Yeah, no, that's real because that's a different energy level for me. But a lot of people don't know the difference. They can't decipher the Mm. difference, Mm. especially especially men. Mm. (laughs) Especially men, they just think you. They think everybody interested in them. Or they just can't. They just they don't they don't know. Like they they don't if know you if they're interested a, or attracted. If you ask the man, yeah, are they you interested or attracted? Uh, <laughs> uh, like they're not gonna know. Like it's too deep. It's too deep. <laughs> Unless they're in tune with you know themselves to yeah. to know that. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Simple. So what's the the last piece of advice that you would give somebody? You know, maybe that's. In that 18 to 20 year old bracket. Mm. Mm. The world does not owe you shit. <laughs> mm. That's okay. A good one. And you are going to have to work for everything you want. And what, what did Ayala say? She said, if it comes to you, then that has something to do with what's outside of you they have they're dictating what comes to you mm. but it has to come through you mm. if that made any sense maybe yeah, i said it wrong we're gonna look it but, up and post the actual <laughs> thing because just to make sure we're all clear just to make sure i would say mine would be to enjoy i don't think when i was that age of life i don't think i was enjoying a lot i think i was told i was very worried about where i should be and all these other factors that it's like no i need to enjoy more and that's what i since i've started to enjoy life more for what it is the good bad the ugly i see myself not getting having these outrageous reactions to things going slightly wrong like i just enjoy life yeah it sounds simple but it's a really a choice it is it really is a choice well, we want to thank y'all for tuning in to this week's episode of Ghetto and Godly. Be sure to tune in every Monday from 6 to 7 p.m. on the Hot 702.5 FM. And keep the conversations going with your favorite co-hosts, Auntie Mimi and Tola T. In the meantime, be you, love you, and do you. It's the Ghetto and Godly way. Bye, y'all. Thanks.